get too mad, there's no control Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you live under a rock I might grab a bat, I don't know My rap, my blood boils over like Oh God, here goes I lost all feeling from my head to my toes You said some shit that I can't let go So just stay tuned for the rest of the show So have you ever felt betrayed? Switch is how you see things Realize something needs change Cause I know you got me fucked up Let me show you what's up Cause enough is enough I'll take a face full of payment Just to make a statement I know there's no turning back Oh God, adrenaline wasted So mad I can taste it I know there's no turning back I'll do what it takes I ain't making mistakes like that I'll play it on your face Just to make you go take it back I'll move my shit I go crazy when I'm mad And now you go wish You have such a blood for your face Hey, what is up, wrestling fans? I am BS Force Jedi Kev, now known as the Ton of the Watch Along. Salute to everyone. It is a, a lot of news, a lot of notes with the wrestling world, but tonight it is the SmackDown Dynamite review. But I cannot kick it off without giving me my thoughts, and I will elaborate at the end of the program. It is the retirement of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. The WWE creator, owner, CEO has decided to step down and retire from sports entertainment, leaving in charge Stephanie McMahon along with uh, Nick Khan. They'll be the co-CEO. We also saw Triple H, head of the uh, talent relations. So a lot of changing moving parts in the world wrestling entertainment world. And I have a lot of good memories to see, you know, with WWE, it starts off, you know, back as far as Vince McMahon has owned the company in 1982. That's as far back as my recollection and memory goes to WWE wrestling, period. It didn't matter if it was WWE, uh, AWA, WCW, NWA, you know, um, Mid-Atlantic Wrestling, Memphis. I've been watching wrestling that long and no one has revolutionized and pioneered wrestling like vincent mcmahon and he's going to be missed his antics are what he's being accused of and what he has done over the past i could do without but what he has brought to us as entertainment and memories um phenomenal you know you cannot take away the memories this is the type of you you could say baseball is america's pastime but one thing that de- that transcends just American pastime, you could say global pastime, from generation to generation, is wrestling. No matter if it's a, no matter who's the shield or who's the, the the current logo under, it changes. It, it transcends globally from generation to generation. I got into wrestling because of my grandfather. You know, God rest his soul. My grandfather. I have built a lot of great memories with my grandfather watching wrestling it don't matter if it was N- uh, nwa or you know or, or even puerto rico wrestling you know with calito colon i do the butcher you know you name it you know Antonino roca you know i go back you know as far and um that's something no no one in twitter or hate or tribalism can ever take is the love of wrestling and the memories the everlasting memories good memories as a kid which are watching it which you know that's quality time that you spend you know with your with your relative either is an uncle 
you know, an aunt or an uncle, a family member, anyone in your family right I will take you. My uncle will take me to the house shows in Madison Square Garden. His company was, we was fortunate he worked in a good stockbroking company that they gave him those tickets, you know, and he will take us and we will go to the house shows. Those are memories now, you know, in my mid forties that I could take back when I was 12, when I was nine, when I was seven, you know, I, I, when things are rough and, and down and gloomy, you remember, you make those memories, you remember them. Man, I remember my uncle used to take me, you know, man, it, oh man, you know, we were naive thinking that Hacksaw Jim Duggan really hated Iron Sheik and, and they really despised, but that took us as an escape away from school issues, problems at that moment. And that's what um, the marketing genius that McMahon was, not just him, all the around the, around the world, but he used that marketing that marketing degree that he got in Eastern Carolina and he bought, made it global and he made an impact on everyone, like it or not like it, dislike Miss McMahon or, or hate him or love him. He has really revolutionized the, the, the industry, you know, where you could go anywhere in the world, Hulk Hogan, you know, you know, uh, Ric Flair, the Macho Man, you know, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, the, the markability of marketing these these larger than life personas, Undertaker, in, into our home now with even Sasha Banks. Look how she's lighting up Twitter up and down, you know, for good or bad, no matter what. It's uh, that vision, that direction that Vince McMahon bought to not just that industry but it transcends it, it reaches over where in baseball you saw a few years back the oakland athletics adapted the ultimate warrior mentality with the songs with the the face paint you know you see that the rick flair gets paid like of course rick flair made himself of course but i'm, I'm not saying mcmahon takes the credit on this i'm saying rick flair the marketing and knowing about wrestling now do you want rick flair gets paid appearances to come and motivate the nfl to be the man you got to beat the man and i know it was cut in wcw and aw i understand and wwe um but the promotion of wrestling to get the eyeballs on this is what is a result of it and wrestling will live on you know the sh like vince mcmahon will say the show must go on there was going to be a day that he was going to retire. There was going to be a day that he might. We all passed that same faith where we are called to meet our maker. And he hasn't done that yet. He's still alive. So he's got, he's got a little bit of a hill to climb. He stepped away. So the negative publicity wouldn't be placed on him. And he's, yes, let's face it, 77 years old. Doesn't look good. Doesn't look physically that well. Um, the stress, just it's fine. Um, enjoy your retirement. I personally want to say thank you for the memories that the good memories that you've given, not just myself, my grandfather, my, my sons, you know, they're into wrestling, you know, and all the great memories, the, the pretend matches that we had as a child, even when I played around wrestling with my children, when they were young, you know, just stepped to that memory, you know, pretending when I had my son, I would pretend I would razor's edge him on the bed and just tickle him. You know, that's, those are great memories that wrestling, and that and that he brings you know and it gets shuffled with some unfortunate agonizations but it was right time um, i'm excited to see what where stephanie mcmahon and company she surrounded herself you know you're only as good as what the people you surround yourself with as well you know it's, there's no iron team and i think she did she's doing it right nick Com, you know who who has a lot of uh who was an agent 
and he's you know i think he has some good connection with hollywood and, and helping careers out as well you know i love the fact that they elevated titus o'neill to brand ambassador you know and they put him in that role i think he's a really good man um, with all the hard work he done outside before getting that title they're going in the right direction and then you have her husband triple h head of talent relations we the proof is in his pudding we've seen what he's done in the nxt black and gold you know all the all these top-notch wrestlers that he brought has bought in talent scouting and seeing things from you know from the four horsewomen all the way from from even adam cole you know he, he, black and gold was really good um you know we see it right now theory we've seen all these young results of this young crop riddle you know there's so much um positive looking up for the wwe they have growing you know they have a, a huge facility here in orlando i live in orlando florida in orlando florida it's a huge the performance center is humongous all these warehouses all this you know in an area that they're influxing you know helping out the economy in central florida as well so wwe you know as much as it's a global ambassador and they and i want to see them and with triple h and stephanie i think they want to continue expanding performance centers in different parts of the world and, and and i think they're going to grow wrestling even further it's already a global phenomenon but with with wow watch for the influx of of growth in the WWE. it's it's a sad time we're missing Vince mcmahon we're going to miss him um but it's also a little bit um exciting it's, it's like Vince mcmahon said it you know many years ago expect the unexpected and I think that's what we're getting here. And I think we're going to be pleasantly, even more pleasantly surprised um, with it. You know, they're, they're a billion dollar industry. They're going to continue to grow and they're going to continue pushing the envelope trailblazers. Um, and they're going to transcend. And, I, and I'm okay, and I'm in a good place with W. McMahon leaving. Um, it's sad, yes, because, you know, things start moving, change. People do get sad and a little bit of a fearful change. But you know what? You got to embrace it. You got to change a little um, to embrace the future. So I'm excited to see where WWE goes. Um, so Vince McMahon, I personally want to say thank you. Uh, appreciate it for all the, you know, something again, memories, time over. I am a third, gener third generation wrestling watcher. And my children could say they're a fourth generation. So, and I'm pretty sure when, when I'm going to be, I can't wait when I be a grandfather to sit down with my grandkids to watch wwe or wrestling and you know at that time any wrestling and show him the passion the love of the wrestling business that i love you know storylines going to the arena going there um i just want to share one more quick story before we get into the reviews that we came for um i go every week to nxt 2.0 with my wife we go every week as much as possible for the past eight weeks now and one thing I saw that I that actually hit me in a good mood, um, and it, it actually brought great memories, warm good memories. We we have you know if those that are in the Orlando area, you have to catch a bus in order. Um, you can't take your car to the performance center. You have to take the bus. So you met on a bus. We're getting on the bus, traveling to the performance center. Uh, man, and this young kids, uh, this young little. Um, that, at that time, I thought it was his son. You know, the guy did not look one bit over thirty-five years old. Seriously. And he, grandpa, grandpa, and you know, and they were back and forth, and it just brought me great memories, you know, that the that that the grandfather's taking his grandson. The kid was at about seven to nine year old range. I identify myself with that, and and, and yeah, and then when we managed to spoke spoke with the man, um, very nice guys, said, yeah, man, my grandson is excited. I come been coming a lot to NXT to bring my grandson, 
And he called me at six in the morning, getting ready to go um, to NXT. He was dressed, ready with his belts. And I love that. Those are memories that that kid, when 30, 40 years, when grandpa is with this maker like myself, he's going to remember, like right now, speaking about my grandfather, you know, sitting down and getting excited for Hogan, you know, ripping his shirt with me. And, and, and we both, you know, after Hogan, you know, it's crazy stuff. We'll do the whole Hogan pose and he will get excited and he will hook up when Hogan will hook up of excitement. Those memories, I mean, my God, um, it, it just, it's very emotional for my, you know, to think about those memories that wrestling gives. That's why sometimes I, I get a little bit nuts when I see guys go back and forth on Twitter, you're wrestling sucking, and they get that Twitter animosity and that hate it's wrestling enjoy the enjoy the the entertainment because those are memories that are being melt built with this performance yes i i went on a rant about the, the slop that's why i get upset when you you don't give us a performance because we want you to, to go out there and give your best because we're going to cheer you on we want to speak about this we want to speak about ricky steamboat rick flair matches you know that happened almost four years ago i guess you know honking tonk man taking on taking on ultimate warrior and SummerSlam. we want to talk about those memories because they were good you gave your your thoughts so i just wanted to bring that short story and tell you my my side of why i am such a passionate wrestling fan and love wrestling you know no matter what it is if you know someone say oh you just wwe blinders all you do is the, no i like the AEW. i get upset with AEW when they sloppy and they butcher things and they or they're you know but i i'm not gonna digress wwe also when they get sloppy with their booking and when they you know with their storylines because you know that you you know that there's there's better you've seen it you lived it and you know there's better and and the performance wise that's why you get a little bit passionate i understand a little bit of the fans but let's not take it to that degree of of craziness but let's get right to it let's get right to it to smackdown speaking of, of all that turmoil smackdown one week away one week away from the summer classic which is SummerSlam. it's going to be a stadium show in nashville we kick off only eight days away for the, of course they call it the biggest party of the summer and we go and it hits the airwaves and we get in the in the ring as soon as the the we didn't even have we didn't even hear her introduction she was already sitting in the ring it kicks off with the ceo the daughter of vincent kennedy mcmahon the head of wwe now stephanie mcmahon in the ring kicks off the show all smiles with a little you know holding back a little tears all smiles um all over talks about disgusting um, about referring, actually addressing about the father's retirement, Vince McMahon's retirement, and you know discussing the contribute uh, all the contribution that he's given us to the industry, and of course the fans thanking Vince McMahon. Well done by the WWE Universe, and of course it was a, a quick promo just in there, letting you know, kind of addressing the fact. I like the fact when she looked at the camera, Dad, I love you, um, you know, and it just gave me times like remind me of when. Vince McMahon Sr. back in 82 was under the weather and Vince McMahon bought the company from his father when back then it was WWF and the rest is history, you know, and hopefully this is something like a transition where we were, we could remember uh, July 22nd, you know, and it was the day that wrestling the McMahon left, but it, it took it to another level. It didn't change. It just exceeded to another, it took the whole wrestling 
game to another level. We shall see. Only time will tell. Then we have the music of the Street Profits kick in. And everyone is expecting them coming from the ramp. I liked a little bit of a change up there from the Street Profits coming through the crowd. You know, Street Profits. Remember, they named Street Profits. You want to have them come from the people. And I love it. They come in through the crowd, through the people. Um, it looked it for me, it looked really good because you want to name, you know, you want to set them up. Although I don't think, you know, we'll have a review show next week. I think the profits fall short, in my opinion, but we'll keep we leave that for next week. They kick it off, they come in. Um, it was a it was a good moment there. They get in and cut a promo. You see theory comes out, and you're like, wait, you scratch your head, theory tag team. What but theory trolls everyone with that money in the bank briefcase. I love it. Um, you see them get some verbal exchange. Out comes the champions, the Usos. All hell breaks loose there in the ring. You don't know what theory, don't know who to attack. They get a attack the street profits there. Um, Matt Caps comes running in. Matt Caps, look. Now with this director, look for Matt Cap Moss to get elevated here. Get into a nice push. But one thing I'm a little confused is Matt Cass is over. Looks like he's wants to feel with Theory. Where does it leave Dolph Ziggler? You know, the former NXT world champion. Where does that leave him? That worries me a little there. I want to see what's going on with him. Um, what's going on? You know, there's a lot of mixing parts here. You know, and, and it's interesting to see. Maybe you have a triple threat. Ziggler, Matt Cass, Theory. But first of all, for what? I'm not, you know, it, it kind of messes a little bit of the plan with Lashley not having the having the universal title if theory had the universal title you could kind of set up a triple threat match there even still he had the money in the bank but we'll see we'll see how that how it rose and that sets up we know later in the night they're going to meet in a six-man tag match later on in the evening and then we kick off finally with the first match of the night it's going to be Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Luke Kaiser uh, former from Imperial, along with Gunther, aka Walter. This is a rematch. We saw that Kaiser lost last week, and he got the living crap out of him, chopped out of him from the ring hen and owl. I like the fact they're trying to make us, like I mentioned, if you watch along when I talked before and said, I say, I always say, everyone complained that the mid card champions had no feel to it. And no, again, no disrespect to Ricochet and Finn. They weren't even on the WrestleMania card you because they felt the champions didn't felt larger than life. Gunther feels larger than life. You know, they're, they're making him into a major heel. The only thing I'm going to have a critique, and I critiqued it last week, is I don't want to see Kaiser and Gunther split. I don't think uh, Ludwig, uh, Ludwig Kaiser as a, as, a, as a face doesn't really. I like it. They, I love the heel. I like that staple. I hope it's just something from Tough Love and he gets over. I like it. You know, in the world, what I, could we see where the roles switch? That Kaiser becomes the leader of the group and, you know, Gunther, verb reversals. I could see that, but not now. Talk about a long time. You know, I'm talking about, you know, long time booking. I don't, you know, and uh, split doesn't work. I don't want them to rush it. I want them to split. I think they work well. And especially if you know them from Imperial. Back in NXT days, you they they have that chemistry, they have that facet that works. I wouldn't want that. I want to keep it that way. We have a match with Makamura. You see Pat McAfee 
phenomenal job every week. I always say with Pat McAfee and, and Michael Cole, they do a phenomenal job. Their broadcast team is solid. One of the best there um, in WWE in, in a few years. I, I really enjoy McAfee. He knows how to work the crowd. Um, he won me over. In the beginning, I wasn't a fan of McAfee. I was like, ugh. You know, it's like, go away because I hear you everywhere. But no, no, I can't get enough of McAfee. He's really good. I'm really impressed with Pat McAfee. Really, really impressed um, to the point is one, one of my favorites is SmackDown. I look forward to listening to McAfee and his thought. You know, he, he's he's entering that territory of Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby the Brain Eden team. Vince McMahon on the, on the mic, on the commentary was also really solid, really good. I really enjoy that. Jim Ross, you know, in his younger, you know, in WWE days and the Ratitude era, also was was must listen to with Jerry the King Lawler and now McAfee and Cole the new the new version they're they're ready there they're good there you know and it's really nice to um to look forward to that on the commentary I love he got on the he's got on the table uh got down started with the, um, putting over Makamura's entrance he you know which is a good very good entrance in my opinion for Makamura the song everything and the match kicks off on the way pretty good in ring match um you anyone really with with makamura makamura is a good wrestler who could get it who could go who could get it um really good there you see the back and forth near fall finishes by both there um then to the to outside some outside antics no one interfered but it looked at, the match looked at really good had a lot of uh of exciting moments then we'll see where referee gets kind of distracted doesn't see he doesn't lift his whole head up. Makamura goes off, the, you know, goes for the ropes, and Kaiser and uh, Gunther he chops him over the head, which leads for Kaiser victory. Uh, it was a punch actually, and you get a victory. Now Makamura loses this match. I don't think he loses any heat. I think they're telling a story here, and we all know that Kaiser and uh, actually Gunther and Makamura will be taking on for the Intercontinental Title in SummerSlam. I um you know what you don't want to keep burying Luthic uh you don't want to bury him after the match you see them at the apron uh, out over the ramp right before they go behind the curtains they do their their normal celebration although you thinking that Gunther was going to get uh slap the crap out of of Kaiser again and Kaiser was, looks scared he looks like he's afraid of him which it was I don't like that little bit of an angle. Like I said, I don't like what they're going with that because when Kaiser started bringing before the Intercontinental title run, Kaiser was the one that was mean and, and he would introduce him and build him up hype man style and then didn't ever show that he was afraid of Gunther unless it, and also you're showing that fear of Gunther as the title holder, that big obstacle. Remember I mentioned, I mentioned a few seconds ago, you want to see your mid-card champions larger than life. That's why I, you know, I'm glad they got it on Lashley, but right now Lashley's not picking it up. But we'll, I'll get to that a little later. With that, you see, Geyser thought he was gonna get chopped, and Gunther psychs him out. So Kaiser, you know, you I guess when you take the chops, you you tighten up so you when you're ready to take that brunt. So he does his normal imperial or imperial um, stance, and then he just Gunther just chops the living soul out of him, knocks his rear end down. That was a funny moment. I thought it was a funny moment. I, I, I was like, whoa, you know, and all in all, it's making, making, it's getting the right heat on Gunther. You cannot stand Gunther. You're like, ugh, you know, and, and that's what you want. But I don't hope, it, it, I hope this is not leading into, I hope if they 
do it. I don't want it to, but if it does, please build for two years, like they did with MJF and Warlord. Let it build for years. Don't let it be such a short term where they're going to split and they're going to cause them to split. In. And I don't want to see a match yet against Gunther and, and Kaiser yet. You know, I don't want to see it. Maybe for you know, years later, I, I hope that they hold it. Um, I really like that. It looked good. It makes Gunther looks like this unbearable heel that, my God, who you're kind of wondering, can Makamura beat Gunther? That's what you want. And they're, and they're prevent, presenting that. I liked it there. It wasn't bad. Then we have the face-to-face backstage. Liv Morgan, Ronda Rousey, the promo. One thing I one thing that came out of this promo, it wasn't even about talking and all. It was about aesthetics. I didn't know Liv Morgan is taller than Ronda Rousey. And I'm looking at the ladies, you know, look, go back and look at the video um, when they do the interview. Morgan is taller. And I go, wait a minute. I thought Morgan, Morgan in the ring looks tiny. Like, oh my gosh, he's tiny. You know, how long and, and makes it and the aesthetics makes it look like how long can live really hold the title? She saw Lilliputian. And when she stands next to Rousey, she's taller. And I go, wait a minute. I could see why she's could be this title run. And I and I've been a fan of, of Liv Morgan. And I've been saying it over and over. I want Liv Morgan to go on that title run, you know. And I thought, you know, like an AJ Lee's type of title run. Not exactly. I'm not comparing her to AJ Lee, no. But like that type of, you know, we all know marketing, her merchandise is over. She they cannot keep her merchandise on the shelves in the in the arena. It's working. The Liv Morgan experiment as champion is working. Rousey cut a promo. I love the, the rebuttal back by by the champion Morgan. It was really good. Um, you know, she she's gonna beat her and I'm gonna shake your hand. And you know, I cause she wants it more and it shows it. That's throwing that, you know, Rousey does it. It's not, you know, a little bit of of what Twitter says or whatever her critics say about Rousey. She don't really care too much about the wrestling business. You're just there. And I love it because Morgan says, I kind of want it more than you. I have that more and more hunger than you. You might, you know, you've done what you've done, but, and I loved it. It threw her in that face. It's showing that, that match heat that we want. Because let's face it, Rousey's not a good promo cutter. And Liv, now she's getting better with each week as she goes because she's now putting that work because she wants to keep that title. You also got to be entertaining on the microphone and she's getting it. And you, I think we're seeing the evolve, the evolve, the revolution, the evolve, the, the, um, the, um, she's elevating Liv Morgan and she's evolving. So we've seen her evolve, in my opinion here, as women's champion. And and it's let's see what happens in SummerSlam. I've been saying I thought it was you know, and it's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna happen. It's too late. It's a week only to to SummerSlam eight eight days away. I thought it would be a triple threat match. I've been saying Bailey was you know was gonna be somewhere somehow thrown into there or or in the other in the Raw Smack on the World Women's Champion, but no no sign of Bailey either. Um, I keep saying she is in Orlando, folks. She is in the performance center. Maybe she's not just there, just getting into wrestling shape. She hasn't been in Orlando for months now, um, as well as uh, Sasha Banks. They've been seen around town. Um, and last week there was a concert um, in Apopka, Florida. They were they attended. It was and they were there. You know, with the, just minding their own business, just like me and you, just would go sit on an outdoor concert. 
No one was hung. You know, of course, you got a couple. Someone will take a picture here and there and see them. They were there. They, you know, they've been spotted up and down Disney. They've been spotted everywhere around the city. Um, we shall see what that what that means. You take it for your interpretation there. So we go back to the arena, and one thing that was exciting with this SmackDown was Corbin from from the crowd attacks McAfee, and it said, and I love the fact that they didn't just make McAfee totally get beat laid out and and got punk mcafee went after after corbin and they fought in the gorilla position in, in the backstage area and boy that bro looked it great it was like you know what mcafee's no punk and i like it and and, and corbin will is going to make mcafee look good and, and mcafee vice versa i think that might be match of the night in SummerSlam. If, if, if or at least a match that we're looking forward the brawl was ignited it looked great on tv it can remind you of the raw is raw is war episodes where they had the backstage brawls um and when mcafee then comes back out after the commercial cuts a promo talking about you know his former indianapolis teammate bum ass corbett um, he says, before I get back in my broadcasting duties, he hyped the match up. He got the crowd over again in Boston, and that's what. And McAfee gets it. He has the nick, the flair, the, the talent that it and what it takes to be a WWE performer. Now, physically wise, I mean, is McAfee going to be your world title holder? No. Heck, he might not even win a mid card title, but. He is entertaining. He is must watch, um, either either as a commentator or an ring performer. I enjoy McAfee. Like I said, he grows time and time again. I loved it. You know, he is an angry babyface who's sick and tired of being a uh, hit, and that's what you want. You know, you want that without losing the heat. I love it. The intensity he brings, it is phenomenal. He shows it there. He shows that he loves. This is a man that's showing that he loves his job, and is showing with everything he does. You know, from WrestleMania moment now to here, you know, when he got stunned by Stone Cold Steve Austin and he had, and he got stunned and while he drank the beer while he was stunned, McAfee gets it. Uh, and I think that's where he won me there. And it was, this is not a joke of a match. And it's not going to be a celebrity joke match. This is going to be a brawl. And I loved it there. So phenomenal. Then we have a tag team match here, the New Day. I mean, we saw Xavier Woods with a unicorn mask watching on as the Viking, the new vicious Viking Raiders, were taking on uh, you have Jinder Mahal and Shanky. Now, this match, what took place here, okay, it's like, uh, are we seeing this again, a repeat? There's a story they're telling here. There's a story they're telling here that the Viking Raiders are starting to get over. They're starting to become a threat. And they're starting a, a really good program with the New Day, you know, one of the best tag teams uh, year after year, you know, although we miss Big E. And I like the fact that the Viking Raiders, they're just getting that repackage and they're taking advantage of it. I love it. I love when he launched Jinder Mahal into the New Day. They get, they win by a countout. I know everyone hates the countout. They, they dislike it. They, ugh, you know, here we go again. But... One thing about that match was Xavier Woods on commentary. He mentioned about tag team promos, you know, being a great tag team. He brought up Ring of Honor, New Japan Wrestling when discussing the Viking Raiders about it's just their resume, you know. And you're looking at 
something now in wrestling versus we call we saw the forbidden door and i think we're kicking that down we're gonna see you know the the in the in remember mcmahon when he first started he eliminated the competition up and down the eastern seaboard the small wrestling and took their and took their talents and made his wwe this looks like it's going back where wwe is going it's going to work with other promotions extend the olive branches open up the bridge to cross-promoting brushwood rather wrestlers that's what i'm getting my interpretation there but just be oh well you're making too much out of it because you just mentioned some um locations where the viking raiders fought before yeah but everything gets scrutinized so you know let me have a little fun with that so with that said then we have after that backstage promo sonia deville just killing killing pierce now remember there was before the match before smackdown came off air um there was a reports that lebrock lesnar left he did what the women's tag team champions did were upset they didn't drop no titles but he was like if vince is out i'm out screw this he was upset verbally um i think you know a few wrestling um reporters with blue check marks by the way in twitter so they refer they are credible sources were tweeting themselves that's why you gotta wait and see uh, my opinion they were tweeting out that brock lesnar left went home left smackdown and um sonia deville made fun of it she brought it up she made fun of it she said she brought it up to pierce's oh not exactly like that but people walk out on you you know chaos and you know you know that fine you gave me it was worth it so now pierce says you're right you know what you got a match with raquel rodriguez boom and it's now so you get a match between the two ladies me you know me i'm a fan of raquel rodriguez uh aka raquel gonzalez in nxt i enjoyed her nxt title run as well as um her tag team last time she was in nxt was the tag team champions dropping it to toxic toxic attraction with dakota kai they wanted to stand and delivered and they lost it on tuesday night in in nxt i, I enjoy raquel the match was really good i think sonia i can't wait to see sonia to get more elevations at first i was like Ugh. but i really am enjoying sonia deville i think sonia deville is a you know we saw her, her work in nxt triple h now with head of talent relation and Paul Heyman is head of creative. We'll see what they, you know, I hope they give Sonya Deville a, a continue her heel heat and build on it. I Would I like to see a long program between Deville and Raquel? Yes. I've been, I'm one of the few that's going to say yes. I know you just saw this on SmackDown. Give me more storyline to it. Let, let's build this here. I kind of want to see these two ladies go at it because right now Raquel, if you're not in, in, I like, I love where Liv Morgan as a champion. So we're not going to give the title yet to Raquel Rodriguez. And right now, Raquel isn't a heel. She's a face. She has a smile. She's, although she's a big Amazon woman, a big threat. Let her work with Zaville for a while. Give me a program with them because Zaville is a great, a great heel. Let them work on that. I, yes, I want to see more of that. And, and while we, while Liv, continues her title run with rousey and so forth would i like to see a rousey and raquel match later down the road again i would you know but right now me personally i stay with that we see 
Raquel Rodriguez hitting her finish for the victory on Sonya Deville gets the clean victory in the middle of the ring. Um, she looks impressive. Sonya Deville looks like a revenge. You know, you know, wasn't she could you could still keep her heat. I wasn't prepared. You put me here, Pierce, to fight her and, and unexpectedly you let me prepare for Raquel. I could beat her, so forth, and she could get her heat. And I think it works. Give me a long term success there, or we know we'll see what's coming up next. We have another woman's title. We're gonna have Lindsay Evans taking on Aaliyah. Poor Aaliyah. I, I guess the storyline is that she can't get a match. You know, she's the quickest um, WWE woman's to get a quick tie, a quick victory on SmackDown. Evans comes out again. No one likes her now. She's embracing the known the dislike and the, and getting that extra heat. And hmm. I don't know. It. it, it there's a Lindsay Evans problem. A, La a Lacey, excuse me, I keep saying Lindsay. La there's a Lacey Evans problem, but she's turning it around. It's some good heat. Aaliyah doesn't get a match with her again. Um, she gets punched, a woman punched and knocked down, and she leaves the ring again. You're like, oh, when is Aaliyah going to wrestle? You know, and I'm saying she's not the, I'm not saying, oh, wow, we need to see Aaliyah wrestle because she's, oh my God, she's such a technically sound woman. No. But at least the poor girl comes every week. I guess that's the gimmick. She comes out every week to go out there for a match and nothing happens. So she gets all dialed up. I guess I can't leave for, for all the folks that watches her just to tune in to see her. And that's all you get from her right now. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, we'll, we'll see how that, that Evans and Aaliyah segment go there. We are, we are then seen by in the back by Kayla is joined by the special enforcer referee for the unified tag title it is jeff jarrett he's talking about both people prophets Uso is trying to bribe him and he's going to call it straight down the middle and he has no shenanigans you know we all know that he jeff jarrett has returned to wwe gonna be i believe he's part of creative or part of the um booking um he's there and he's also going to wrestle in the in rick flair's last match next week as well in nashville so a big big time for jeff jarrett return back to wwe well, very good. Welcome there. And then we get to the big controversy, not controversy, at least for Twitter wise, is Maxima Male Models brings in their new member, Maxine Dupree, formerly known as Sophia Conwell from NXT, former manager of, well, the last time we saw her, she was the manager of Von Wagner. Now, Von Wagner is in a feud with Solo Sokoa right now in NXT. And good for Sophia Cromwell because really, whenever she would come out in NXT with Von Wagner, there was no really no role. She was just a, uh, you know, she looked different. Of course, they're gonna make her a little bit change, but it's always a pretty lady that came out with the big monster. That's it. She will just come out dressed up, corporate, in a in a in a pencil skirt. You know, beautiful woman just stand there with hands on the hips and okay, well, what are you doing, Sophia Cromwell? I'm glad now here she's taking charge of maximum male models now there's a lot of speculation that la knight will be returning but not as max dupree maybe he maybe he's pulled them away from that gimmick and left it just for her because it kind of works with the lady bringing the male models out and she's the head of talent and she's representing and showing and showcasing the man meat you know the female it, it looked kind of weird that the male pre getting all wet and his juices tantalated for you know it's, it's 2022 
no disrespect, no, no, I'm not trying to go there, but it works more if she was my male models, my man, you know, all this juices, tantalizing juices from from uh, Maxine or Sophia Cromwell more than, you know, it just, it, it works better to me. I think so. We'll, we'll, we'll see the pre come back. We'll see. Only time will tell. Or will he just be an in-ring performer now back to LA Knight? So we shall see with that. I'm excited to see where that goes, where we go with that. Um, all in all, it was what it was. So we'll see. Let's see if they're going to add. I think they should add more. A little more. A little one more. Two more. And have a nice staple. She's going to be in charge of running that. And, and we shall see. We shall see there. The jury's still out. It looks like they're getting a to me personally, it looked like there might be a repackaging here with the man with who's in charge there. So we get to the main event of the night. The main event of the night is the six-man tag, Matt Calf Moss, and the Street Profits taking on Uso and Theory. Now the match, of course, Street Profits always give you a good match. The Usos, one of the best in-ring performers. Hard working, by the way. They are both SmackDown and, and Raw. You know, their their uncle, their cousin. May not be wrestling much with the world tag with the world with the unified titles, but the tag champions are showing in night in night out. Very very hardworking. Uh, um, very. Um, I hope that they get compensated, appreciated. Um, they are exposing. If you wanted tag team titles being exposed, uh, you know, shown and showcased, there you got it. There they're there. The Usos are over, and as well as Montez Ford and Dawkins. Let me, you know, everyone says that Dawkins is going to get Marty Jannetty through a glass wall and, and a nonsense. Dawkins is good. Dawkins, the, I love the fact when Matt Cass said, you're ready. And, they, and he Irish whipped him into the ropes. He did he did the hops, the flip, the, the leapfrog over, and then he flipped over the ropes onto the Usos and Theory. I love it. He also saw, you know, these guys bring it. It's gonna be a shame, and I don't want to my I don't want to spoil my review, but man, I would not like to see the street poppers split. Although they have a lot of big plans for Montez Ford, um, you know, and I loved it. Now, also, I forgot to mention before early, Austin Theory when before setting up this match in the opening segment, Theory um, brought in real life. First time I think WWE mentions or no, they have mentioned it before, but on the mic. Theory mentioned Ford, him, uh, him and his wife were both believing Smack uh, SummerSlam without WWE gold. Speaking of Bronco Belair, so I, I wanted to, I, forget, I, I can't do a review without pointing that out. And you saw Theory didn't want to get tagged by, by to Jimmy, and you saw Jay just super kick them. Like, oh, there we go. There's a, a dissension there. They left them pretty much alone. They get the pin. The Street Profits get the victory. But that wasn't the that you know actually it was a disqualification, not a victory. Excuse me. Um, it was a, another DQ finish where again, um, because of the briefcase. Then we hear the music. The Beast incarnated, Brock Lesnar shows up. For all those blue checkmark guys in Twitter, that you know that keep that said, oh he left, he's not coming, he quit, he left. Got everyone uproar. Giving out, that's why you gotta be careful. You don't wanna give misinformation. Brock Lesnar shows up. Totally badass. Beat the living crap out of Theory with the briefcase. F5s him on the briefcase. And he gives away with the with, with his hat, an acknowledgement to the boss man. And you get to go off with, wow, 
you know what this shows me theory is gonna get over theory is gonna end up with the unification of the belts i'll break that down in my review for SummerSlam preview excuse me SummerSlam preview next week on why i think that but it looked good smackdown was pretty good entertaining program especially what happened a couple hours prior to it you wanted to tune in to see what was the reaction how how was the show going to go on and if these wrestling insiders got it all wrong remember there's a wrestling insider that's been saying sasha's been released by wwe since june you're wrong you know she's still there so yes you may have a blue check mark in twitter you might get 20 percent right but i could do the same thing and do say the same thing and, and i'm just as equal as you i could get it just as wrong as you so take it as a grain of salt when you get you know when you hear that so we get ready here we go into the, the aew rampage review that is that was that was wwe smackdown although i loved the show i thought it was good it was a great memorable moments it didn't have his memorable moments um just that one part was the acknowledgement of miss mcmahon and stephanie i thought that was memorable because you're going to remember back on the 22nd of july when wrestling was handed over WWE was handed over out of vince into stephanie's hands similar to what they did in 1982 with vincent father to vince mcmahon and we'll see where it now lists up to stephanie and hunter along with titus o'neill nick khan you know and Heyman, where they're going to take this company what direction and where they go from here now they need their new they need their new wrestlemania moment and we'll see where that goes so we'll see on that i enjoyed it that's the memorable moment of that smackdown it was very memorable it's you know so smackdown was you know really good i don't know if people say they fell asleep on it well if you fell asleep through smackdown i know i'm referencing you in twitter the guy that wrote back well if you're if you felt if you were sleepy well guess what if you're backed up and you haven't had your melamucil or your prune juice well i got a show for you wwe rampage so it'll make you shit is with, with all this crap you're gonna watch right now so we get the highlight uh to the aw rampage report here it comes it was the go home show for the ring of honor pay-per-view death before this honor which is going to feature in a couple hours tonight. We started off with, I think, was a really good match. Unfortunately, you know, I just finished saying that they, 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 it was crappy, but this was really one of the good parts of the match was Paige with the un, un, was I going to say the word? Exciting John Silver, who is all four foot seven tall, taking on Butcher and the Blade. The Hammer Niggers called the Butcher and the Braid. The match kicks off here. Good match, though. Adam Page wrestles well. Adam Page is a good wrestler. I like the fact that Silver, a.k.a. Hamswoggle, on steroids in there. I always get a kick of it. He's one of our favorite AEW wrestlers. You, you're you're opening up with some AEW originals. You know, Adam Page, although Adam Page is some, in, in some indies, but he's still, I consider him AEW original. The match was good. You see blade and butchery we don't know what the outcome was going to be we knew that 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 silver was going to actually going to become a winner tonight because he was adam page you saw silver hit butcher with a german suplex and then before it setting up the finisher with the buckshot lariat for the victory i thought the match was really good i think match of the night really good potential i really enjoyed it um solid match 
every time I can see John Silver on camera, I love it. Um, Butcher and Blade, we all know who you are. You're just a bunch of ham and eggers that's just going to go out there and, and, and ham and egg and lose. So, But all in all, it was a good one. I, I really thought it was all right. Um, I can't. It was like solid. I really like that there. We'll move on to the next segment. Now, another match here. Lee Moriarty versus Dante Martin. I said, okay. So tonight, it's a double dosage of ham and eggs. So another ham and eggs here. Dante Martin had a really good match against Moxley. We knew he wasn't going to win. Lee Moriarty doesn't move the needle for me either. I said, okay, they're going to get this match going. All right, let's see who's going to, you know, two guys that we see them always jobbing, losing. Someone's got to win here by accident. And AEW don't do any disqualifications or double countouts. Somebody's going to take the pin here. All right, let's see. But before we even get that, we get a promo from Claudio Castanoli, a.k.a. Cesaro, talking about his match with for the ROH title. It looks like it looks like they're setting up Castanado to win that, take that title from Gresham. Um, another, would it surprise you guys? Uh, XWWE come and even win the Ring of Honor titles? One bit. I think I, I think Cesaro wins that title. I think Cesaro wins the RH title, and if I'm if I'm Grasham, I'm I'm thinking of going to Impact Wrestling. Seriously, I think you know if his contract is available to be available, just go to Impact, man. You're not gonna get you know you're you're one, no disrespect, you're too short to be in AEW to be featured. You're 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 a real good wrestler. Trust me, you got you you're in ring. Unless if you want to put a good uh, match with John Silver. I will I will be invested on that. But Jonathan, you are too short. You are not big time champion material, especially if RH wants to be featured on TNT, TBS. You know, aesthetics is a, unfortunately we are a society that watch with our eyes. So Impact Wrestling, Indies, you know, RH was that, but RH now is trying to become a major player. So I think a guy like Cardio Cardio. It's gonna take that title from you, man. I, I hate to say it. I think they're gonna book it. I will be shocked. I will be watching um, Ring of Honor tonight, and I would definitely be keeping an eye woke. I am intrigued. This is one of the pay-per-views that I really want to see. I, I really do. I, I as much as I don't like too much AEW and stuff, but I do want to see this Ring of Honor pay-per-view, um, and I want to see that um, for the tag team titles um, with Briscoes two two out of three falls, and I want to see this. So we'll see here. Now we see this match, Lee Marty and Dante Martin. Now, if these both wrestlers could fit, could go. One thing I gotta say here. If Lee Mariotti or even Dante Martin is gonna be your guys that your young talent that aren't gonna win much matches, you know, they're building rookie or whatever, they're young talent that you don't see them being elevated. Please, AEW, even WWE or wrestling, don't give these guys these extraordinary or allow them to do these what the moment finishers or moves because you can't have joe schmo kick out of these finishers because you what you're doing again if you saw me doing the dynamite rant i said it was fake you're making it look fake and wrestlers hate when you call it fake you know the and i and i and just watched the video from the dynamite review why and i explained it with details you gotta have these these finishers, these awesome moves matter. 
you can't have every clown kick out of it. And, and no disrespect, I'm not calling Dante or Lee clowns. But you can't if you know that they next week they're gonna lose and they're gonna have they're gonna lose they're gonna be on a losing streak. You can't have them kick out of these awesome moves. You can't give them, you know, keep them basic. And that's that's a problem I have. But we have here Lee Marotti gets the victory on and a by the assistance of the rope and he gets the victory. But Stokely Hathaway comes out before that match, before the match concludes. He just stands there like an idiot. Um it looks like he was been trying to recruit Dante Martin. He looks like he wants to now recruit Lee when he was leaving the ring and didn't take his card. And you see that Matt Seidel gets upset, tells Lee, that's not the way you win. I have respect for you. Now next week you're going to face me, teacher versus student. All right. So that sets up for next week. I don't know where a stack with Stokely fits in this. Do you give Dante Martin Stokely Hathaway as a mouthpiece? If you do that, I want Stokely away from Jay Cardio. Get her, get, get him away. Let him go ahead and start doing what he was doing, what he does good, what he did best in, in NXT with, with the Diamond Mine. I want to see that. Let him manage. Let him do be an advocate out there. Him looking, him with Jay Cardio, I thought it was going to work when they first came out, but there is no chemistry. It looks. They make him. It makes Jay Carter looks more, more, even worse as a performer. Like, ugh. you know, instead of I thought with with Stackaway, he was she was gonna take it to another level. He just needs to go and do what he did with Diamond Mine with other talent. Find that niche. Maybe it is with a help out a Dante Martin. Get or we shall see there. Um, all in all, that match was pretty good. Um, you know, we knew it was just two Hammondagers going at it, and and what it was. And we'll see how that goes going forward, long-term booking and a few there. And so Lee Marotti gets the victory. And then we have another squash match, but a really a pleasing one to finally see Dr. Rick Breaker DMD with the beautiful Jamie Hager, Hader there taking on Blue and Diabos, uh, Ashley Diab Diabas. Don't even know. It was just two Hammonagers. You knew they were going to get squashed. You know it was going to be a, a quick match there. And of course, they were accompanied by Dr. Big Breaker's mother, um, Rebel. The old lady comes out with a sandbag. And speaking about Thunder Rosa, how do you stop? Well, they, you know, they the TV commentators say that's how you stop a, a thunderstorm. A thunderstorm is with sandbags, but we're talking about Thunder Rosa being accused of sandbagging. Mia Sophia weeks ago. The match, all right. We see that we know the girl blue has and, and have wrestled in dark and so forth. It was what it was, you know, the neck breaker, brick breaker used on the floor. It looked good. That that looked really good. That spinning, that spinning back breaker on the. I had a the finish. I like Doctor Brick Breaker BMD. She is the their top female talent in AEW. But you gotta try to give me another finishing move because you by putting by putting two fingers in someone's mouth doesn't work i know it worked for mankind and they changed that you know for a while but the two fingers there i mean did, did anyone think about biting just using your teeth to to bite the fingers i mean you, you let go of the hold but i understand what they're doing there um they get the victory the ladies like i said it's always good to see the two ladies especially jamie the beautiful jamie hager i, I just have a thing for her, i believe 
and she's on it on camera good to see her um and to see her there and the ladies wrestle um of course in that last pre the co-main event slot where people in wrestling it doesn't work as a co-main event it usually like go oh, you know hurry up go get snack bar is going to close go get a beer go use the bathroom before the main event unfortunately the ladies are there i wish they changed that but i thought that was a good squash match what it was what it was we move on to the main event time we get jay lethal versus christopher daniels and when i looked at the time it was going to be almost 11 o'clock i know it's tape i know it's pre-tape just i was just trying to make a funny here was saying isn't the nursing home due for these guys to return back you know oh I mean, Christopher Daniels is a res is a pre is a resident pro, a, a legend for many years. Fifty three years old, he looked every bit of it in, in his age. There, um, I don't know if that's a yeah promote uh, promoting or taking a, a slide at Ray Flair's last match with Jay Lethal. Here's Jay Lethal wrestling another another senior citizen in the ring. Um, the match was the match. I didn't really for a main event. I didn't get excited. I didn't get hyped up. You could have, to be honest with you, this match should have been on Dynamite, to be honest with you. at the And I know you got Ring of Honor and you want to send it, you go home, setting up the Ring of Honor tag, the Ring of Honor television championship with Sloppy Joe and Jay Lethal tonight. I know there was some message there, but you're in Atlanta. You could have closed this with Jay Cargill. You know, taking her match, she had with, and that was a mistake, a train wreck with, 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 with her, with Kira Hogan, with Willa and Athena. That should have been tonight's main event. This match should have took that spot. You still would have built the Ring of Honor pay per view there. And you're in Atlanta. Look, I think the crowd would have been crazy on their feet, going nuts, even though it's just, it was it was a small crowd. But I think it would have looked nice better on, on Rampage on TV because. The quote, man, the crowd is excited, was crazy. This was like, okay, you know, I I, I I couldn't get into this. The Fallen Angel, he looks old. He's a, granted, respect to him, you know, what he's done in TNA, both of them fighting in TNA and, and Ring of Honor, hats off. But it just, 11 o'clock, it was, you know, it was like, I got to go to bed, you know, I'm a little tired. And, you know, just be done with it. <sighs> disappointing. I was disappointed. You know, then you see the ethics with, with Sanjun Dutt and, and Sing. Sing just slam, picks him up and just dropped him. I'm like, you know, can you at least be look more of a lethal giant? Do something with a choke slam. You know, Luchasaurus, even though he failed putting Pillman Jr., and the Hollywood Blondes through the table one time. I do it twice, but at least he put someone through a table. Can you at least put Christopher Daniels through a table or something? It, 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 it was like, uh, you know, you get what you're invested in, and it's like, oh my goodness, yep. So I, so like that kid that said that he was that SmackDown made him sleepy. Well, this one makes you. This one, if you're not constipated after this, or you need to go to the toilet, you need to watch this rampage because it was shitty. It was really shitty. I'm sorry to say that. Um, you only had the Adam Page with John Silver match was really good. That was good because I like to see them. I'm a fan of, of, of John Silver. You know, I think he's hilarious, com comedic. I, you know, Butcher and the Blade, AEW Originals, they went at it. I loved it. Always good to see, like I said, the ladies, Big Breaker and Jamie Hager. 
um, on there. You know, I could do I could do it without Brit Breaker's mom. You could leave Rebel back home. You know, I couldn't care less. But all in all, SmackDown this week, I'm gonna give it to WWE. SmackDown was the better program last week. It was Rampage. This week is SmackDown. SmackDown was a much better program. Um, and, and especially if we ask you a year from now, which one of the two was more memorable? Are you gonna remember the most? You're gonna remember SmackDown because that's the day Vince McMahon retired. You know, and Stephanie it took over the company. So that's why I give that a slight edge there. Uh, not even a slight edge, a big edge there. Two to one. This week, Ring of Honor pay-per-view coming up. It is this Saturday night. It's going to take one of the best matches. It's going to be FTR taking on the Briscoes. Two out of three mat falls. That's going to be a good one. Both of these four, these four competitors, both of these teams are the top best tag teams in the world. You're going to be entertained there. Um, I just hope that the AEW nonsense, leave it, if they could just leave it at ROH, just ROH booking, ROH type of style match, that's going to be phenomenal. I hope they don't interject the stupidity of AEW. What I mean the stupidity is, like like I always say, if you're a land family, you you feel like you're 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 a land. if you're in the land family, you're gonna get this. When it's picture time, come on, come on, come on. They grab everybody from the town, everybody that's around in 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 arm's distance to get be part of the photo. La foto, la foto, and that's what it feels like. AEW. They're in the back. They say, you put down that put down that cheesecake and get your ass out in the ring. And that's why I feel like AEW does. I hope they don't do that. I hope they leave it a traditional ROH. Let them go out there. Briscoes, FTR, I think that's going to be a hell of a match. Um, you also have Sloppy Joe taking on Le Jay Lethal. Um, we haven't seen Sloppy Joe in, a, in quite some weeks. Let's see. Hopefully, he's slimmed down. I hope. Uh, I think we're going to see a, a Joe a little bit leaner. Uh, I think we're going to see him lose some weight. I think that's why we haven't seen him on TV. I'm not saying he went on a diet on a diet or anything. I think he's going to look different. You know, with out of sight of mind, you're going to be like, whoa, Joe looks really good shape. I think Joe is getting got into some shape. I hope so. Because he is a good ring, but lately he's been looking a little sloppy. His matches. So that's why I nicknamed him Sloppy Joe. With Jay Lito, Jay Lito is going to be a busy man this week, next week. We all know that. Um, Jay Lito, even though he's a little getting in an age, advancing age, he can still bring it. I think that's going to be a pretty good match. Um, the match, Gritchum versus Claudio Castanoli. Everyone's going to want to watch to see will Claudio get his first ever world title despite even I'm not going to poo poo it even though it's a uh, ROH because ROH has a history a prestige history uh, 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 in this business despite the fact that it bought by AEW and, and it looks like that's going bad that looks like it's you know ROH is it's just it's getting as bad as when WWE bought ECW they tried it and it just didn't work and I think that's, unfortunately, uh, I think that's the ending of ROH is coming. And it'll be fun. It, it'll be interesting if, if Chris Castanato gets the title and he's the last ROH champion. Because you, I, I don't I don't know. It's ROH to me is on a life support um, with, in the hands of Khan. But it wasn't going to be better in Vince McMahon's hands either, um, personally. I think Vince McMahon was going to get rid of ROH. And he was just going to, he just wanted the library. That's all he really wanted. All the wrestling library on the network. On the peacock, he. I don't think Vince McMahon had any, any, any plans on keeping it alive with the wrestlers and shows and producing another program. I don't think so. That's just my opinion. Um, I know Tony Khan wants to try to keep it alive, but obviously he can't even do AEW right. He's going to do an ROH right, you know. So and and then he's another one. He's a little stubborn. He don't allow people to delegate or bring 
um, someone he could maybe he doesn't trust nobody in this business to bring in here and help him you know give him the roh let him oversee it but give him the time they need their own they be honest with you roh needs his own tv you know you know access or or, or an app where people if they really want to watch it they pay 3.99 for roh coverage for the month and you could put premium events and you could put once a week programming on ROH, but make it ROH talent. Don't just be smacking us with the ideas, with the AW guys, the XWB guys in there. Give us ROH talent, those indies wrestlers that we love and want to see. Then, you know, so I think, you know, I think Death by Dishonor is going to be really good. Personally, I, I don't know why. I'm not, listen, I don't like, I'm not, I'm not a big indie wrestler guy. I am a WWE guy who watch a lot of WWE. I'm going to be honest with you, but I am looking forward to see ROH tonight. I just don't call it a, an instinct, uh, 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 a uh, magnet gravitate me to watch this tonight. Um, I actually felt that more than the Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door, because I, I we're going to talk about it and review it. I watched it. But tonight, I actually have an interest to watch. I do want to see that tag title match. I do want to see if Claudio beats Grisham. You know, I think Grisham should hold the belt. The title keep retaining his title but like i mentioned earlier grisham if they're going into a major market what will get more exposure more eyeballs at least the nine hundred thousand that watches week after week you know to roh more than claudio winning it than grisham grisham yeah you look cool coming out like an octopus with the squid the technicals but you too when you take that mask off you're you do this you shrink it's like you know but yeah, but you are a hell of a wrestler. That's why I want to see because you could go in or you could go at it in the ring and against Claudio could go at it. That's gonna be a good match between them. That's gonna be interesting. Also, you have the women's ROH title, Martinez, Mercedes Martinez taking on Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb, you know, can she catch gold? Wouldn't be surprised me if we see a new women's champion. Serena Deeb has put her work in the business. Um, she's been up and down. Not a much of a personality wise. I heard I heard her on Busted Open, um, interview wise. Hmm, I can see why they never gave you that push. I can never see why you weren't really that elevated. And it's not because your looks and all that. You know all that. You, you know using that. You're using that. You know I had implants. I had to take them. Up. Don't stop that. Did you have you hurt yourself? You know it's you know for wrestling business. Hey, and listen, I'm not the most pleasing voice either. You know I understand that. I get it. I get it. I'm doing this for fun. You're trying to entertain thousands, millions, you know, so it's a big difference. But it is what it is, guys. It is what it is. Um, I Just tune it in. I, you know what? Give it a shot. Tune it in. I'm going to be watching Ring of Honor. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it. And we'll see. We'll keep it on there. That will bring the program to a conclusion, I believe. The news and notes. I just wanted to go over again one more time my thoughts with Vincent McMahon. Vincent Kennedy McMahon has retired from the WWE. You know, we know that he is um, known by many names. The genetic jackhammer, Vinnie Mac, Mr. McMahon, the boss, the high-powered. Remember that gimmick? No chance. The Mac attack. The Mac daddy. Daddy Mac. You name it, you know it. You know, Vince McMahon, phenomenal. A third-generation promoter. His father's father. They they made the, He revolutionized his business. He put all that, all that he got to provide us the spectacular which is wrestlemania you know if you have a chance watch those aew though um the a the um a and e excuse me a and e biographies wrestlemania the roddy piper 
it really enlightens you with WrestleMania. I lived it, so I, I watched it anyway, and it just brought great memories. Um, the way and the storylines that I that you that was even told that I I didn't even know that to that degree how WWE and MTV was a big help to get WWE over for that WrestleMania. You know, back when when I at that time for the WrestleMania, I didn't have an MTV. You know, we just had regular over the air and on the air. You had to have a you know people with satellite with homes. You know, I lived in a in a, in a project, an apartment. You know, in the projects, we didn't have cable TV until 1987, 89, maybe I think it was. You know, um, that's when they started bringing cable vision. But if you had satellite, you were able to watch all this, all these different um, MTV. You know, you had the antennas for WHT, WHBO, but you didn't get the other all those other premium channels that you do now. The point is, they helped out bring in an audience who had, you know, people and money to watch with MTV, with the rock and roll, with the rock and roll, rock and wrestling. You know, McMahon, the marketing genius, remember, he majored from the University of Eastern Carolina as a marketer, he in marketing. So he already knew that it's training and marketing. He understood what it needs, what people wanted, how to get a niche that people needed to scratch. And that's what McMahon bought us with WWE or wrestling in general. He bought celebrities in. Cindy Lauper didn't make it, if it wasn't for, for the creativity of bringing a, a, a Cindy Lauper, using those contacts with Captain Lou Albano, Cindy Lauper, remember Captain Lou featured in Girls Wanna Have Fun in her video. It helped, it helped launch WrestleMania. Also bringing in the stars, also, and one thing that Vince, after many years, and, and I don't like to make it a race thing, but he bought in WrestleMania main event was Hulk Hogan with a black man, Mr. T. Remember that? They headlined WrestleMania. As much, you know, it wasn't just the goody two shoes, give me the blonde, blue hair, blue eyed guy. He had Mr. T and Hulk Hogan. He had the Samoan in his corner in Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Well, we see that the, the Samoan um legacy is to this day with the bloodline you know so even they were there from rest before wrestlemania you know you had the head shrinkers uh alpha and sika you know it goes back that relations with mcmahon you know and, and he he had junkyard dog bro he, he, and with you know so mcmahon transcended so many different paths trailblaze Yes, do you agree that he was maybe behind the scenes? What he did was wrong, of course. Did he use this maybe at years when with strength and power? Did he do a few things, a lot of things that was inappropriate? I what we weren't there, but if the accusations are true, that's nasty, that's wrong, that's terrible. But what the body of work that he showed us with the wrestling results and business, phenomenal, transcends. And you still can't take that away from him, despite the fact that he was a bad person behind the ring or not. All I hear was great things. You know, you hear about him. You know, he was Vince is one of the guys. He wants to go out drinking. He wants to go hang out. He likes to party. He likes to, you know, he's the first one dancing, karaoke and stuff. That's why I hear you hear it from from Jimmy Corderas, former WWE rest, uh, referee. You heard it from other uh, guys that left their business that you know up and down the roads. Vince McMahon is just one of the guys. You heard from just Jericho. You know, he mentioned on the podcast, Vince is just another one of the dudes. You know, he, he just got caught up doing dude things, you know. You know, so when no one's perfect, it doesn't exempt him from facing the consequences. I'm not saying here, I'm here being apologetic and 
defending of Vince McMahon. Oh, he's not doing nothing wrong. He got to pay the whatever he did. He can pay the price when he's found guilty. Right now, he's no longer the WWE CEO. He's retired. He chose to be if he chose or forced whatever it is. He's no longer there. So it's interesting to see what is going to happen now with Stephanie McMahon again with Khan, Nick Khan as well with Triple H, Paul Heyman, Jeff Jarrett. You know titus o'neill so you see they're supporting themselves with some good people different mindsets you know they're going to collaborate you're going to still have michael hickenbaum aka Shawn michaels part of the nxt world running that there you know and and, and being part of that and right now nxt is up and over it, it is over it's phenomenal and now with a little more triple h looking at the talent help them elevate more talent and walking alongside his friend hickenbaum again back in nxt you know overseeing the different talent members you, they, I think they're going to be in a good place. You're going to see now an influx of good talent. Wrestlers that are out there in the indie circuits that you might not think that we might be WWE think about. Maybe Triple H or or Heyman see something. Remember, Heyman's a hell of a scout when it comes to talent. You know, he, whatever, talk, whatever. What he did in e, e, ECW was a threat. Not only to WWE, to, to, to WCW. Remember, they were sandwiched in the WWE. It was it, People think it was a uh, Monday Night Wars was WCW um, and WWE. ECW had a lot to do, impactful, also um, to hit along the way there and, and ruffle the couple of feathers here for some of the WCW talent. You know, the Jerichos, the Stone Colds, before they made their run to WWE. So Heyman, don't underestimate Heyman. Heyman is smart, has connections. So I like the direction they're going there with it. Now, if you're a con, Tony, don't be spitting up because when you spit up, guess what? Saliva falls right in your face. You know, you made a, a, a untasteful comment that oh, I am the now I'm the longest running CEO in wrestling, dude. You just got here. You only been around for three years. You're wet behind the ears. Your product is declining. It started off really good for the first two years. Lately, this last year is declining. Cody left. You're declining. You only you don't grow past a million viewership. You only stay at the nine hundred thousand. You don't grow. You only cater to certain folks. And now it's starting to get exposed. It's starting to get boring because it's always copy, paste, repeat. And people are getting a knowing and starting to see that. Stop it because you might not be the longest reigning CEO that long. Remember, Bischoff was cocky as like a son of a gun. Where did that end? Him? Stay humble. Keep working hard. What you doing? What you got you there to the dance? Now that you're in the dance, you you gotta you you ain't the shit anymore. You gotta continue what got you to the dance. So continue working hard, Khan, Tony Khan stop you you haven't won nothing remember it's easier to get on top of the mountain than it is to stay on top of it and you're not on the top you're not even on top of the mountain yet so just be you know don't don't count your chickens before they hatch my friend because your product isn't that hot you know look at your the numbers look at the stadium last week so with that said i want to end the program with that where you know wrestling is wrestling keep watching the wrestling shows Create the good memories with your family, with your children, with your grandchildren, with your, where your daughters, you, you know, with everyone in the family, get together, continue watching wrestling. That's what wrestling is about. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be making memories. You know, this, all this war between, 
you know, we like it as fans, yes, because we got, you know, go back and forth, but it's nothing serious. At the end of the day, it's all, it's all fun and games. It's all memories that we make, you know. There's always going to be a new WCW. There's always going to be a new, w, you know, a new WCW, a new champion, a new uprise. And all in all, we know what the same results is. So I want to thank everyone for joining me this afternoon here on the Heal the Ring podcast. A little solo today. Just wanted to do a little solo show today. Um, just we'll have our normal guest our normal panelists on there we'll have the monday night raw review we didn't do one monday night raw last week we just so much conflicting schedules no one was available no one could do it um it was just tough for us but we'll have the monday night Raw review coming up again and hopefully this week it's the go home show for SummerSlam, and also we have the nxt review i will be there as well as chris we will be there live and in person at nxt 2.0 we might just say hello real quick on the channel live from nxt although we're not supposed to we get you know they ask us not to do that so we will we'll try to say hello real quick on Monday, uh, Tuesday after, um, evening, and we'll review it on Wednesday. You know, and hopefully we get Adam the Diff Man back to come back and and do the AW Dynamite review with Heel. He's been working hard, working that money, and a little busy. So he'll, we'll, we'll schedule conflict. We'll get him in here, and of course we have the Samurai with us, and of course MK still around. MK just very busy as well summertime folks are real busy a lot of things to do and of course you get the you get a little you get a little bit of skeleton schedule schedule but well hopefully we have some new panelists as well we also you know we saw mitch who joins us as a guest from time to time we have earl carl remember check him out wrestling experience and also please please before we go any further we should have done it in the beginning of the program but we're gonna do it now go check out alex coquito yes alex coquito that's like my podcast brother here and check it out in twitch alex coquito 787 the p-u-w-f uh and join please subscribe they also cover great wrestling you know he talk about hardcore that's hardcore that's hardcore he gets you mlw he he does the watch alongs on twitch with rampage dark elevation you know um yeah, I know he's gonna be watching Ring of Honor. Yeah, you know, I know he, he he joined us on WrestleMania here. The man of the people. Like I said, my podcast, bro. You know, you're like I'm gonna be the riddle, he's gonna be my Randy Orton. You know, my bro, my bro, Alex. Check him out. Give him out. Look, you go in the Facebook page, you can see Alex Romero, Alex Coquito. Subscribe. Check it out. Mad love to him. Also, our friends Wrestling Express, also Eli. Salute to Eli as well, the Midwest Mark podcast. Thank you. All of them are wrestling friends that support will show the same love. Those that I have not said anything or I haven't seen you guys, thank you for supporting me. I want to you know. Thank you. I appreciate it. Let me know if you're from another wrestling podcast. I'm willing to get you over, you know, mention you on the air, get you guys over because we are a wrestling community that is strong. And we might not agree. We're not might see eye to eye. We might disagree. We might think my takes suck. You might think, you know, you know, you know, you know, ah, he stinks. But all in all, we're still watching the one thing that keeps us watching together is some wrestling. So thank you guys. We appreciate it. And I got two words for you guys. If you're not enjoying us, just subscribe. We'll see you next time, guys. I'm awesome. You people bought a ticket to see me, so shut up. Get so mad, there's no control. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you live under a rock.
I might grab it that I don't know My rap, my blood boils over life Oh God, here goes I lost all feeling from my head to my toes You said some shit that I can't let go So just stay tuned for the rest of the show So have you ever felt betrayed? Switch is how you see things Realize something needs change Cause I know you got me fucked up Let me show you what's up Cause enough is enough Take a face full of pavement Just to make a statement I know there's no turning back Oh god, adrenaline wasted So mad I can taste it I know there's no turning back I'll do what it takes, I ain't making mistakes like that I'll bleed on your face to make you go take it back I'll lose my shit, I go crazy Chance in hell.